Iowa everywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cyclone Sundays with Ben Bruns, powered by Kelderman Manufacturing. From the Channel Seat Studios, this is IOI Everywhere. Welcome to the Channel Seed Studios. This is Cyclone Sunday presented by Killer Manufacturing. I'm Aiden White, joined as always by Ben. Good riddance, Bruns. Maybe a little explanation behind that, maybe? Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. don't let the door don't hit door you hit. on the Yep, way exactly. Yeah, we're good. Right there with you. I just wish we could well, send them off with, a, with an L, but, uh, know. you know, uh, it's a pretty good Texas team. I mean, the best money can buy, I suppose. <laughs> you might be onto something there. <laughs> Iowa State loses 26-16. I think we got to start with uh, the trenches. I feel yeah, like that was where Texas really beat Iowa State. For sure. You know, and and uh, let's start on the defensive side for Iowa State because, you know, um, Texas is paying their O-linemen 140 grand each, uh, minimum. And, you know, uh, we got three sacks yesterday. I felt like Iowa State's defense, and, and we, you know, as much as they ran the ball, Iowa State really held up well. So I don't, you know, everybody points to the rushing yardage being the difference in the game. And and Coach talked about that too afterward. And that might be right. But it wasn't because Iowa State gave up a ton of yardage or big plays, you know, to the number one running back recruit in the country. Mm-hmm. It's because Iowa State couldn't run the ball at all. And, um, you know, I, I think hats off to this D-line and, and this defense, you know, I mean, Aiden, how much juice does Texas have at wide receiver now, right? And oh they just gosh. never broke big plays. Yeah. So much, right? I mean, uh, Worthy. Yeah, is it, just it a felt like a win that did. Worthy only had, what he end up with? 77 yards? I think yeah. I'll take that. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I you know, um, I think Iowa State's um, Iowa State's defense played as well as you're going to play against a team with that much talent and that big of a payroll. I think um, on the offensive side of the ball, Iowa State, you know, was not able to hold up to what it took, uh, you know, in order to win this game. And you know, uh, uh, Devondre uh, Sweat's really good, number 93 in the middle, but. Uh, I think the battle was really lost at the defensive end position. I think that's where Iowa State, you know, really struggled to to consistently 
maintain blocks and you know uh, what looked like a gap to start with what looked like a good scheme to run against to begin with just got squeezed super fast and um i was really impressed with those texas defensive ends um big bodies that can really move uh guys that can bend and flex like we talked about with ku um and and they just they just held up um they they um stood iowa state's offensive line up and uh, kept us from being able to you know get any appreciable movement and you know i i think um uh, there certainly was grumbling in my fan section, including, uh, you know, some some members of uh, of the extended family about running the football as much as we tried to. But um, what a hard game to call. Right. If if you're you know, um, if you know that the pass rush is going to get home eventually and you know that it's going to be difficult to run the football, you know, Nate Shieldhouse has got to call a game that's really limited. And um, I think he did a brilliant job with that. I really do. Um, you know, I, I think you don't get an extra point blocked and return for a touchdown or return for a two-point conversion, you know, three-point swing on that play. Iowa State's in this game the whole way. I, I don't buy into the narrative that Iowa State was dominated through this game. Um, you know, if Texas really needed a score late, it may be a different kind of ball game, right? Like you may not – I felt like Texas had what it needed to go get a get a – if the game was tied to put a drive together and get three, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they were always one play away from a big play, but um, I, I think, and Iowa state wasn't right. Except that we made some big plays, you know, yep. I, I think some masterful calls um, on that wheel route for a touchdown. And, and then, um, you know, the fourth down play uh, with, with the Statue of Liberty uh, look where little little fake little quarterback, uh, you know, lead and, and throw it over the top. It was big time. It was really big time. I just think, you know, uh, first down uh, and, and my, you know, second and minus second and 11, right. Is not, mm-hmm. a, is not, or, or, or second and eight. Right. Um, because there were a, a bunch of plays where we got a couple yards but the hole just closed really quickly. So I want to get your thoughts on this on the defensive side of the ball. It felt like Iowa State was one stop away the entire game. You know, it's one stop, and then you're right back in it. And they get the stop, and unfortunately, you know, Rocco throws an interception. But what was kind of your thoughts about that? I, I You know, great point, Aiden. And, and the interception, um, you know, I had thought that, Texas was going to turn over twice. And I thought Iowa State, if we could get out without a turnover, we would have a chance to win. And it turns out, you know, those margins ended up being about that, right? Um, you know, they um we turned it over once, they turned over once, and and um and that's where the differential stops. Um, you know, that was a that was not a good play. Um, but it wasn't a good look. When we went up to the line of scrimmage, you know, and in, in that pick. Um, there was nothing there. The, the the safeties did not bite on the run fake at all, mm-hmm. right? Because we're not running it. And so, right. you know, um, you, now you're just now you're just relying on a guy to have to try and make a play, you know, into double coverage or worse. Um, but you're right. It, it's just like we're right there. We're right there. And and you know, <clears throat> the offense was trying to have to was having to try and manufacture big plays. And, um, you know, 
I don't know that you get tired of throwing slants over and over and over again, right? Uh, but first downs are good. And, uh, you know, we, we did that very successfully for a bunch of the game. Just think um, hats off to Texas for being willing to stand in there and, you know, just, just grind it out. Texas had some creativity as well uh, offensively. Um, I think the second drive of the game, Texas came out to try and just shove it down our throat, right? They came out bigger. They ran on first down for 11, um, but they kind of can't help themselves. They kind of, they just like, Sarkeesian just wants to throw it, right? He wants to prove mm -hmm. how smart he is. And so they gave Iowa State a chance, right? I mean, you know, um, had, a, had an interception, we had a chance to make a play on um, and, and didn't catch it, but a great break on the ball. Um, you know, you get that one more turnover, like you're saying, and it could be a totally different ball game. Um, and that's what Iowa State needed, right? We, we, we needed to catch that long punt that ended up, you know, rolling 30 plus yards and yep. now we're backed way up and then, mm -hmm. and then Texas is able to get a good field and, and score. So, um, <clears throat> I was surprised with how good Texas was in special teams, um, you know, better than years past. And, um, you know, it's a good football team we lost to. Yeah, I'm right there with you. While we're on the defensive side of the ball, I think we need to take a moment and just appreciate Jeremiah Cooper being back. I mean, my God. For that, sure. That forced fumble is an unbelievable play. I saw someone tweeted a screenshot of two offensive linemen full steam ahead going at Jeremiah Cooper, and he forces the fumble. It, it, it's... Um... You know, he has a will to 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 play and win. And I think that's one of the things I love most about this team. You know, and, and Matt talked about it in his post-game remarks, no fear, right? And, and a bunch of the players talked about it in their post-game remarks too. No fear. Like, um, you know, don't be don't don't shy away from the moment. And um, you know, Jeremiah is one of those guys who uh as they say, he's a dog and, uh, you know, he, he shows up and, and, uh, gets it done and, um, impressed with everything he's done. And, and we are a different defense having him back, but some other guys making big plays in the back end too. huge mm -hmm. pass breakup, you know, late in the game, um, by 31 on our side and just like, yeah, okay. Um, nicely done. I thought TJ had a great game, uh, you know, in his, in his last, um, in his last time putting on a cyclone uniform and Jack Trice. Um, and, and, you know, hats off to that guy, right? Because he could have easily been playing for Texas this year or somebody else, right? Yep. He was heavily recruited in, in the, in the NIL um, arena and has stayed and chosen to play for Iowa state. And he's been a huge part of a turnaround here for, for our ball club. While we're on the subject of senior day, take me through, 20 years ago, you know, give or take a couple of years. Yeah, more um, than that now. Holy cow. <laughs> Sorry to make you feel a little bit, but yeah. take me through kind of the emotions uh, on senior day at Jack Trice Stadium. You know, um, I've said this, I've said this before. I, I wish I could have savored it a little bit more. Um, I was so focused on the game and, you know, we, my senior year, we went nine and three and won the first bowl game in school history. And we hadn't had a winning season, you know, and coach Mack had done so much to turn our program around.
around and, and you know, we all believed in, in him and what we were doing. And um, I, I loved him coming live to us from the pool, by the way, uh, on the We Will Collective. <laughs> that's uh, that's vintage uh, Mac right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's like I, he just climbed out, man. Um, <laughs> Living his best life. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and he's exactly right. Let's go get it done because it matters. And, uh, and it does. Um, you know, I, I, uh, we were playing Kansas and, uh, they were good enough back then. Um, and it was, it was a chance to actually, you know, really cap a season for us and, and go to a good bowl game. And we didn't know where we were headed at that point. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, <clears throat> I appreciated, you know, when I was a a sophomore, junior, uh, heck, even a freshman, you you know, you, you want to succeed for the guys that are seniors. And, you know, as I looked at that roster uh, of, of players who are seniors, there's a lot of guys who, um, you know, have, have experienced a lot of success at Iowa State. Um, But, some of the biggest playmakers on our team, you know, are, are not in that list. And I think that's a really uh, important thing for uh, coming years. Yep. I mean, I think, I think we're in a position to jump off and really take this thing forward next year. Um, but it's a heady day, man. It's, it's, it's hard. I, I was so caught up in wanting to win and, and I, I didn't, just really fully enjoy that time with my parents and Kate, my wife, um, you know, in that, in that setting. Um, so, uh, I, I like seeing smiles on guys' faces when, when they come to senior day, right? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, I was all business and, and, uh, I wish that I wish I would have taken a minute. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, Matt Campbell, it's always seeing him cry on these senior days always gets to me. I mean, Dude, he cares. He cares. Like he cares yeah. a ton. And, and I think, um, you know, I, uh, there were lots of things early in the season that weren't, weren't that much fun. Right. For, for, mm-hmm. you know, us as fans, but especially for, for the staff and the players, yep. you know, they didn't expect to, uh, you know, not play well and lose to Iowa or, or, you know, um, you know, play extraordinarily. It's not even, they just didn't, they just worked themselves right against Ohio. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I think they discovered a lot of things about themselves against Ohio and, you know, we're able to, to fix it and, um, you know, hats off. Right. Um, and when you're this young, this young, right. Um, nobody expected to go into the season with, um, down six players right um but everything happens for a reason and i think you know what you see out of iowa state today we're better for having had that situation happen Uh, you know those kids probably aren't better for for having had this happen um you know that that um the gift of college football is is fleeting and um you know it's a life-changing kind of thing and to have it taken away um, for, you know, decisions that by and large weren't, um, you know, just, just 
you would have never thought, right? Um, but um, this team has rallied from it, and and Matt Campbell, um, you know, when you see how he cares about his kids, um, you understand why he gets a little defensive at times, and and mm-hmm. um, you know, um, it's a it's a hard road, and being in that locker room is, uh, is a real, um, it's a real blessing. And, and, you know, uh, no one can ever really truly understand the dynamic of that team unless you're on it. And, and, um, you know, uh, no one can ever take it away from him either. You know, all the success, all the, all the frustration, all of the, uh, love, all the pain, um, all of that, um, no one will ever take it away from this team uh, and what they've accomplished. And there's still things out there to go play for. Well said. Iowa State hits Kansas State next week in Manhattan. Always a tough pace to play. House that Bill Snyder built, and it appears Chris Kleiman is putting a pool out back and starting his own <laughs> thing out there. Yeah. How do you feel about Iowa State heading to Manhattan? I think it's a tough game. I think it's a really tough game. I mean, I, I think um, I think K-State's going to be jacked. I think they... You know, it's senior day for them too, um, and and the biggest threat that this that this K State team poses. Um, I mean, they're always really good in special teams, always, um, and they and they're good at forcing turnovers. I think, the, but the biggest challenge Iowa State has is the running quarterback, the running quarterback by design, and you know we don't necessarily um, how we fill gaps doesn't always account for that guy so you know you have to adjust the count one more player and um you know i've seen us actually try to scheme against k-state which we never do right we just run what we run but Mm -hmm. uh there were a couple of years where we actually just put something totally different in to try and uh take on this quarterback run and it wasn't very successful so you know i think um I think the defensive coaching staff has uh, their biggest challenge of the season this year or this week. And, um, you know, that's okay. Right. Because um, there's a, there's a reason that um, John Heacock is a finalist for, you know, the best assistant coach in the, in the country. Um, So, but you got to earn it and K-State makes you earn it. And, and uh, you know, um, this will be a, a grind all the way to the end. What do you think? I never like playing in Manhattan. <laughs> I mean, it seems like Iowa State always has a tough time there. I was actually there in uh, 2021 when, you know, Brees Hall scored on the first play of the game and it's like, yep, it's over. I don't got to worry about anything. And <laughs> But I think it might be a little different this time around. Yeah, it is. I think this this K-State team, you know, I, they really bounced back. I, I did not think that Kleiman was going to be able to recruit the kind of athletes that Snyder had recruited and stay consistently strong, um, you know, the way uh, Snyder's teams were. And what they do, they just came back and won the Big 12 championship last year. So, um, you know, even though TCU ended up going to the playoff. But, um, yeah, no, I'm impressed with uh, impressed with this this uh, K-State program. And, uh and likewise, they should be impressed by this Iowa State program because uh, what Matt has done this season, um, you know, is nothing short of of just what the doctor ordered. And um, 
and it was not easy, right? This was this was hard. I think um, we talked about it last year. I think it's his best um, coaching. Uh, I think it's the best season he's had from a coaching yep. perspective. But um, <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, um, you may walk out of Manhattan six and six, and you know, you may walk out seven and five. Um, man. Uh, either either one of those things um, just go play just go play your best football and you know um, it's the offensive line uh, I want to go back to that one last time because what you saw last week was our offensive line dominated defensive front what you saw yesterday was our offensive line not get dominated but struggle Right, right to uh but struggle to be productive against um you know superior athleticism and strength um and i believe that's a place following the path we're on that position group is going to be able to play at a level that wins that texas game in two or three years we're just not there yet and, and I think the rest of our uh, outfit, right, defense, p- skill positions, et cetera, and it changes over time, right? There'll be guys that come and go in that period of time. But when Iowa State has a consistently dominant offensive line, and I do believe we're going to get there, you can go win that game yesterday, right? And you can go into K-State and feel really confident about how that game's going to go. Um we have a we have a consistently vastly improved offensive line all right um but they're not consistently a dominant unit yet mm-hmm. and um you know you can't expect them to be on saturday either but what you can right. expect is is to um you know be more productive in the run game be more productive in play action um and then that sets everything else up i'm right there with you ben i think we're out of time here thank you as always good stuff again uh, we now send it to our channel Seasman of the Week, Andrew Burnt. Uh, Andrew Burt, sorry. All right, we now welcome into the Channel Seed Studios. We had a little, little dinged up Andrew Burt for a long day tailgating yesterday. Iowa State loses to Texas. Andrew, how are you feeling this morning? Yeah, tough game last night. I thought the atmosphere was 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 one of the better better atmospheres that we had been to for a night game. It felt like it was. Uh, a crowd that wanted to get behind the clones. Unfortunately, it just felt like Ewers and Texas had a few guys that made a few more plays than us. And ultimately, uh, we did keep it closer than, than uh, you know, maybe some of the stats show with not even breaking 10, 10 rushing yards. But uh, ultimately, I thought, I thought it was an awesome atmosphere. The fireworks continue to deliver and uh, a ton of people showed up for, for that game and and and, that, and we just kind of learned pretty quickly that texas has has several guys that are going to make it to the nfl yeah i'm right there with you we talked a little bit before rocco becht played one of his best games i think finished 24 32 323 yards two touchdowns and a pick but i think he outperformed quinn ewers what do you think yeah well i i agree i was very impressed with rocco I also was impressed with yours. I I told you earlier that he he can just deliver the ball like 
almost like uh like a shortstop turning the double play he had, he can throw it from a bunch of arm angles he was very impressive in person i felt and had a lot of touch on his passes but so did rocco i mean the fluttering the fourth and one um fake dive to easton dean was i mean that was great and it was just nice to see him connect on all those passes with noel and higgins i felt i felt he had to be very accurate to keep the chains moving i mean it just felt like the running the ball was an automatic it was just totally neutralized so i was i was very happy that rocco was able to hang in there a bunch of against a lot of nfl d linemen and keep the chains moving with higgins noel and bramer it just felt like felt like he had to pretty much get into a seven on seven style offensive game plan to to move the ball on those guys and and then we, and then there was a couple of scheme up plays. The Sanders, the Sanders and Dean plays kept it close. And mm-hmm. I, I'm impressed with Rocco. I think he, I think there's a lot of a lot to be excited about in the future with him. I agree. Um, let's talk about the rush game. Not great. Just nine yards on 21 carries from the stands. What did it look like to you? Well, it, I turned to the, some of the guys that I was watching the game with, and we just kind of said, what do you do? Do you try to throw a wider, you know, one guy kind of said, ah, I'm, I don't know if we try the old Paul Rhodes wide receiver screen game type stuff to move the chains because it was very noticeable how big their offensive and defensive lines were. So it was, it was, it was very noticeable that uh they have several large humans that were pretty much plugging up sanders and and sama right away i mean there there was really no it didn't it just it felt like there wasn't a lot of lanes and felt like we were almost running the ball to keep them honest and it did work at times keeping them honest because i think we had a couple play action hits but Mm -hmm. unfortunately you could tell that that was very early on it was going to be a very it was going to be a rocco bet game the rush game was going to be next to nothing you could you could feel that in the stadium yeah right i would say it heads to kansas state next week for the last game of the regular season what do you think i would say chances well this it's a it's a t- i think it's a tough spot for us um i think campbell probably is gonna enjoy having the chance to take this team on the road and maybe, you know, catch a K-State team that maybe feels like they're not able to play for the Big 12 championship game. However, that that team has been impressive all year and going into Lawrence and getting that game is that that's an impressive win, I feel. So the clones are going to need to definitely run the ball for more than nine yards. And I think Rocco needs to play pretty much exactly the game he played tonight down there. And, Hopefully some things open up and 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 uh, there's a couple bigger plays and get a couple more explosives and 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 it's gonna probably come down to the wire down there. It seems like it usually does. Right. Yeah, it's always battle with Kansas State. Andrew, thank you for your time as always. This has been Cyclone Sunday presented by Keller Manufacturing from the Channel Seed Studios. We'll see you next time. Iowa everywhere.